Are you a parent in business that wants to learn digital marketing the right way? So you've got an amazing business and you want to shout it from the rooftops. You want everyone to know about it and you want to generate consistent revenue. You love the idea of your business working for you whilst you are busy making memories with your family. The one thing stopping you is digital marketing. From SEO to blogging, from creating your own digital courses to creating podcasts that parents will love. My Bumped Baby has the solution. We have launched our Digital Marketing Academy and it is designed for parent-focused business owners to grow and scale their business with ease. Our academy can be accessed from anywhere on any device, which means as a busy parent in business, you can learn on the go with our bite-sized straight-to-the-point videos. Join us today by visiting the link below and have seven-day free trial on us to see if the area is right for you. Click the link under this podcast to start benefiting today and access our training right away. We look forward to seeing you in there and teaching you everything you need to know about digital marketing for parent-focused businesses. Hello and welcome to my Bump to Baby Expert podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Today we are speaking to expert Paula Lavendadar and she is going to be talking to us all about gestational diabetes during pregnancy. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to My Bump to Baby Expert podcast. Today I am joined with Paula Lavendada from Nutroman Skin and she will be talking all around gestational diabetes. Hi Paula, how are you? Hi, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem at all. This is a subject that I know a lot of parents are worried about. Um, and, you know, it's definitely something that we could do. We, we've got quite a few questions on for you today. So, so um, Paula, could you start by telling us what gestational diabetes is? So this is when you get pregnant and you have an excess or too much sugar in your bloodstream. And this is caused because of the placenta, some hormones of the placenta are blocking the insulin that you produce. And that's what happened. So it's a hormonal thing. Wow. Gosh, I never knew that. Um, and, and when can gestational diabetes be diagnosed then? So it's more common at the end of the pregnancy, around 28 weeks. But if you had it before, it's more likely that you might have it earlier in pregnancy. It's like the body remember and say, oh, I'm not going through that again. I just gave up early. <laughs> So, but normally it's between 24, 28, and then some people, if they manage the body to work hard, they don't show up any symptoms until 37 weeks, 36 weeks. Wow. Wow. That's, that's 
crazy right okay mm. so that's um so what what are the signs and symptoms of gestational diabetes then please paula so some people might not have any symptoms at all and they come to the clinic to do the they they have um when they're booked they're going to ask you your history so we have some risk factors and if you tick these risk factors they send you later on an appointment to be tested for gestational diabetes but other people might not be in that category so we assume it's low risk and then later in pregnancy they might show up symptoms, symptoms like uh, uh, thirsty all the time despite drinking urinated you know like going to toilet so often Sometimes is the belly grows too much all of a sudden, and when they do a scan to to check, the baby can have a big belly that are called Buddha bellies babies. I don't like insult yeah. babies. They are yeah. Buddha belly babies. It's more nicer. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes it's a lot of fluid around the baby. So that are the most common signs that we can kind of guess um, this lady might have gestational diabetes. So is that around the 20 week scan then that they'd kind of get a bit of an idea about that or could it be earlier on the 12 weeks? It's later. No, right. it's normally later. But yeah, some people, if, if they have a history, a strong history in the family, when they come to 20 weeks scan, we can see that already the baby's in the big size mm -hmm. um, and we might not need to book them in for, for an appointment. Yeah. Okay. And can I have a normal pregnancy after a diagnosis? Yes, well, that's the aim. That's my role here. To as a midwife, I want to normalize everything. Diabetes doesn't mean that you're ill. It's just part of the process. It's only a tiny bit of the rest of the pregnancy. And most of the cases when women might be later on induced, it's not just diabetes. It's something else. So well treated and well managed can give you a very good experience anyway. That, that makes sense. So just um. Another question, Paula, is, is the baby more likely to come early um, from gestational diabetes? It's going to depend if it's well controlled. If the sugar are well controlled, we normally just let the body do their own thing. It's also going to depend on if the mum is on medication. So then if it's on insulin, normally we, we offer induction early because of the problems that can have at the end of the pregnancy with, with the uh, managing of those sugar levels it's a bit complicated but once the mums go through that route we always explain and they understand um, but yeah sometimes it, it, it might be the size of the baby the body says well, we're ready and deliver early but I've got lots of clients um, at the moment that are in post dates so already cooked the baby so it's never a, a rule for that it's, it's each baby is different each pregnancy is different yeah absolutely yeah I can agree with you there um, so where, once the baby's born, is there any implications after birth? Yes, um, and that's why sometimes we, we come across a bit bossy with the mums, like, come on, we need to control that, even if it's like, you know, three weeks left. Right, um, yeah. It's because once you imagine yourself eating a lot of sugar and they're giving to you a lot of caffeine, for example, in your case, and um, you go and all of a sudden they take him from you you have this kind of withdrawal syndromes isn't it like oh my god where is my sugar so in the baby's the same it's an environment where the the levels of the sugars in 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 the mom's blood is high so the baby gets that baby's producing insulin in a high level so once the baby is born this insulin levels are still there very high but it's not food so it's, it's not a cord where it comes so the babies have a lot of hypos so it means that the sugar levels dropped 
And that's what worries us as a professional. So we encourage the mom. We can control that very easily by um, start expressing milk, for example, or be sure that the moms have straight away uh, skin to skin with the baby and stimulates uh, feeding quite soon. And if the mom doesn't want to breastfeed, it's fine. Give a bottle. Yeah. No problem. Just feed the baby. And then is is the problem also that the baby might be more uh, prone to have um, um, high bilirubin levels. So they get the ichthyrisia. They get really, really yellow, um, oh, these yeah. babies. Um, is that like so, Paula? Is that yeah, the jaundice. Yeah, we uh, call jaundice. Yeah. yeah. So that what we always say we don't want the babies to go to special care even if it's from one day if we can avoid it so that's very important that the moms try their best into you know keep the, re the the levels quite quite normal to avoid that on the baby and then we don't have very clear um evidence but they say that it's more likely that the baby from born from moms with gestational diabetes are more prone to um, um to develop obesity in the future oh, but wow. it's not too clear we need to wait obviously until see how many studies they can do with people born from that so if you've had it once i know you mentioned this earlier are you guaranteed mm. to get it again or does it sometimes not happen the next time it's very rare you don't have it but it could be so if someone have had gestational diabetes and it's all on diet control um it might be that they got kind of diabetes because of the food they were eating rather than having it because of the hormones let's say but yeah it's more common that you 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 have it again um, and it's more some cases especially if you end up in the roots of insulin that the symptoms appear early in the second pregnancy or third okay and if you are diabetic does that mean you'd have gestational diabetes or is that just totally different no if you if you are pre-existing so if you had diabetes before getting pregnant, it's either type 1 or type 2. So the type 1 is the ones who um, is, uh, they've been born with, a, um, they cannot produce insulin. Type 2 is normally people that uh, it could be diet, um, due to the lifestyle or you know, the, the, the weight they have. They might have insulin resistance um, and they can still get pregnant and have babies. They need to monitor anyway. Gestational diabetes is when you're pregnant, and as soon as the placenta is out, as I say always, normally the, the, the diabetes go with them. However, it's very important, it's a 50-50 chances for this mom's diagnosis with um, diabetes, gestational diabetes, to have type 2 or develop type 2 within five years. So it's something that they don't pay more, mm, too much attention, but it's very important. And it's not due to how, how well you eat or or kind of um, how active you are if it's kind of like it's already in your genes yeah and it's more likely that you can have it not in all the cases but yeah it's 50 50 chances now okay and is there anything that anyone could do to like any foods that they could eat to help with this uh, gestational diabetes or would i know yeah. obviously it is a hormone but is, what what do you advise for nutrition wise yeah, it's important that the food will affect. So what we focus is in the carbs. So I will say, and I say to everyone, uh, as soon as they get pregnant or if they try to get pregnant, to reduce as much as they can all the refined sugar. We live now in a society where, uh, society where we um, have everything pre-made. We don't 
cook from scratch. So we don't normally have all these nutrients. It comes all with preservatives and things. So that is very easy to digest. So the sugar levels go very high, very quickly. And we put in our bodies to the pancreas, that is the one who produced the insulin, into a hard work, like, okay, producing very hard. So I will say from the very beginning, stop eating or reduce as much as you can all the candies, the sweets, the cakes. I know they're delicious, but instead, don't have it every day. Use it as a treat. Mm, like um, a weekend treat or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. All, all with moderation, I will say. It's like everything on moderation. But yeah, definitely. Um, and also look at the portions. Uh, the carbs will be a quarter of the plate, not half of the plate or the whole plate. So when we eat this full plate of spaghetti or, or, or pasta, actually it should be more vegetables in there than pasta to yeah. be keeping the readings okay. Drink plenty of water. Um, yeah, this kind of thing is always um, balanced. I say that everybody should go for that kind of yeah. diet. No, that absolutely, mm. that's brilliant. I mean, that's that's really informative. So thank you so much for sharing that information. Is there anything else that you feel um, you could add or that we've missed? Well, I say that don't feel afraid for that. It's, it's, uh, when you get diagnosed with gestational diabetes, you think, oh my God, they're taking everything from me now. And it's not, you own it. It's your pregnancy, it's your experience. So I will say, take responsibility of that. So what is your, I always tell them, what is your intention here? What type of birth do you want? So fight for it. So follow the instructions, do your best, and you might mostly guarantee that you can get a good experience uh, at the end. It's sometimes, I mean, all in pregnancy, you never know how it's going to end up. Uh, but at least you can ensure that you take responsibility and, and the control of your own daily basics on your life rather than, oh, they don't allow me this. I don't like that. So I will say, get informed, understand how this happened, understand about what foods um, affect you in a different way because each person is different. Each person is different. Isn't, what, what you eat, it might work for you and then I try and it's totally a different effect on me. So. Yeah. Um, it's a learning process. I, I will say, don't be afraid, but just get the information you need yes. and the support that you need. Absolutely. No, that's fantastic. So, Paula, where can people find mm. you and find a bit more about what you offer? So, I got uh, my my own company is called the Nutri Manskin uh, UK, and um, yeah, they can find information in there around uh, workshops about diabetes and other things as well. Um, I'm always very into um, antenatal and postnatal classes because I want the, the parents to be prepared for everything. <laughs> yeah. And I also, they can find me on Instagram if they want Nutomanskin um, uh, hypnobirthing, if Ex they want, and I give information in there. Excellent, excellent. So um, what we'll do is we'll put um, Paula's links in the show notes um, and you'll be able yep. to find her there. Um, thank you so much, Paula. That was amazing. My pleasure. Really, really interesting, actually. So thank you. Mm -hmm. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to My Bump to Babies Expert Podcast. If you would like to find help and support from experts in your local area, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com and you will also be able to find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes, businesses and services in your local area. 
This podcast is sponsored by My Bump to Baby Family Protection and Legal Directory. Being a parent is such a minefield. It's so difficult deciding who to select when it comes to financial advice or family law solicitors. My Bump to Baby works with one trusted financial advisor and one trusted family law solicitor in each town throughout the whole of the UK. To find your nearest advisor or family law solicitor, head over to www.mybump2baby.com forward slash family protection legal. Wondering what's on in your local area? Come and join our weekly newsletter where we share the classes and groups that are on in your local area. From pregnancy to preschool, we have you covered. Click the link below this podcast to receive your newsletter each week, every Sunday, so you know what's on and you can plan your week ahead.